we want to do for our franchisees what we've been able to do for our employees over the years. It's been so rewarding to see our employees' kids go off to college or our employees buy their first house. And the income that they've earned within our organization has allowed them to do that. Super excited for those type of opportunities for our franchisees, for them to build the wealth and the retirement and the lifestyle that they want to build. That is Sean McMurray. He is the CEO of Go Painting. Now, there are two things to take away from this episode. One is his philosophy and his company's philosophy. You just got a taste of it for their mindset and what they're doing extra special as they launch this brand into the franchise world. They are an emerging brand. Number two, what is it that they do that's separate from every other painting company? You'll find out on this episode. You're listening to the CloseTheDeal.com podcast. I'm your host, Joel Smith, and this is a special episode of Your First Franchise. And if you've ever considered a franchise, check out YourFirstFranchise.com. YourFirstFranchise.com. Now let's dive in. Sean, I want to welcome you to the CloseTheDeal.com podcast. This is a special episode of Your First Franchise. Where, where are you based, Sean? I'm in Highland, Utah, which is just south of Salt Lake City. All right. I'm going to be in, actually, we have a meeting in Salt Lake this coming up, coming April with IFPG. Be there. Be there. I'm looking forward to seeing you all up there. All right. Real quick. What is your favorite restaurant? Let's say you're working with a vendor that would compliment your business to you want to, they want to work with you. You want to work with them. Where would you take them to dinner or lunch to close the deal or do business in your home market? Yeah, that's a, that's a tough question. I, I like to eat out. There's a lot of good restaurants. I, I think the one that I would say today, uh, it's called HSL. It's a small place in, in downtown Salt Lake. It's not tapas, but they serve tapas, small plates that you can yeah. share. And so order a bunch of plates and it's a great meal. All right. I love it. And I love connecting with food. I think food's, I always said food's the great connector. So that's what we do. I'm from New Orleans. So that's what we do. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Who or what are you grateful for from the past that helped you get you where you are today? I would have to say my wife. More than anything, I'm, I'm not an easy person to, to live with. I've been an entrepreneur most of my life. And with that has come ups and downs and stress and risk and wins and losses. And she's put up with me. We celebrate our 25th anniversary this July. So we've been together for that long, 26 years we've been together and very grateful for her. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. Thanks. So the journey to get here, obviously. Being an entrepreneur, did, was that straight out of college? Yeah, I was, I was in painting. I got involved in a summer business internship where you learn how to set up and run a business. And when I was in college okay. and that business was painting and stayed with that business for a number of years and then went off and did some other things, worked for a company and then, yeah, but it's mostly been entrepreneurship since that internship in college. Man, you're very fortunate to have that because. I'm a little older, I'm 57. And when I went to LSU, I would paint houses during the summer. And there was no program for that. I didn't know that to ask for a program like that. And had I known that, I may have been an entrepreneur a whole lot, way, way far sooner than I am today. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about the problem you saw in the marketplace and that led you, and what's the solution that you all came up with? Yes. So go painting in terms of go painting, we are the only commercial painting franchise. There's lots of painting franchises in the market. 
all of them will tell you they do commercial. And that's true, but their business model, their focus is consumer, is house painting, residential. And our model is 100% commercial. That's not to say we never paint a house. Sometimes our clients see their homes painted and we'll do that. But we are 100% focused on commercial. So there's a really, we saw a really big opportunity in, in the franchise world for, to have the benefits of a painting franchise, high demand, low startup costs, easy to run, all of those benefits, but then also the benefits of focused on the commercial market. It, what would you say the, the biggest advantages? Uh, is it steady work? Is it contracts? What, because obviously you're not dealing with individuals, you're dealing with much larger ticket. Yeah, no, that's a great question. So larger average job sizes is a big advantage. For the same annual revenue, a franchisee is managing less projects. Gotcha. Probably maybe one of the big advantages, the biggest advantages is it's a business transaction with a business professional. It's not an emotional transaction with a homeowner. For most Americans, for a lot of us, our home is our biggest asset. And when somebody comes to work, a painter or whoever, it's it, sometimes we don't think logically it's emotional. And that's one of the biggest advantages of being in the B2B world is it's a business transaction and it's repeat customers. My very first customer 13 years ago, he gave me a $4,000 job. That was my very first job. He's still a customer today. I think a couple of years ago, he gave us $250,000 of work in one calendar year. So that repeat business is a huge advantage of B2B. And you've worked out all the kinks. Starting out, that had to be nerve-wracking to get that first four thousand dollars job. Yeah, what? no, it 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 was, and it took. It I got started. I live in Utah, which is seasonal. I've got eight inches of snow outside my house right now, and I got started late December when I started my business. I didn't book that first job until April. It was mid-April, so it was patience and trust and, and grinding. But it came and that's the thing. It's going to be similar to Go Painting. I think every franchisee is going to be different, but it's going to take some work in the beginning to, to establish those relationships. But once you've got those relationships, five, 10 years later, those same people are going to be giving you work year in and year out. Yeah. And you have all, and you've gone through all the, you figured it out. Okay? You've got the system. Yes. And for people listening to this, considering a franchise for the first time, what makes this work are the systems and processes. At what point did you realize I'm going to turn, how long were you in business before you said, okay, I'm going to turn this into a franchise? Yeah, I, I smile because I think we're a little unique. We've, we've been in business for 16 years. Okay. So it's taken us a while to get to franchise and we grew as a franchise. My partner started the business in Vegas and then I opened as the first franchisee in Utah. My other partner opened in, in Arizona. So there was this, this franchisee franchise in our blood always in the back of our mind, how do we grow this? How do we scale this franchising was there? But yes, we've been doing it for 16 years and finally decided to take the plunge into franchising. And did you all have systems? At what point did you refine your systems and processes? Obviously, when you start going to different cities, were you doing different things in different cities and y'all realize, okay, we really got to button this up. At what, what point did it really hit you? Like, okay, we've got something we can take this. Game. Yeah, it was, it was a few years into it. I, we were in Vegas for a couple of years, my partner by himself. And then I came on a couple of years later and then our other partner came on. And after that, it was okay. Wow. There's some differences that we're doing, but there's a lot of similarities in what we're doing. 
And it was a few years into it when we said, okay, let's really come together as one instead of three separate businesses, so to speak, and really dial in these systems and processes and really understand, okay, what's working? How did we become successful? What did we do to get to where we are? And really understanding all those processes from marketing to sales, to production, to finance, administration. And yeah, and that's, so it's been an involving process to understand what those systems are. What does the business model look like for the franchisee coming in? What does that look like? In terms of what is their day-to-day? What, is, what are they doing as a franchisee? How do you support them? Tell, tell us, what do you expect from them? Because this is a two-way street, right? They're coming in. They're looking for stuff from you to create a business. But you're also looking for people that are going to be, okay, they can take our business model and make it run, make it shine. Yeah, no, that's a great question. Early on, meaning the first year and even the first couple of years, it's a very heavy focus on business development and building relationships. We're going to, we've got, we're working on our end on building national accounts. One of the things that's held us back is we don't have a national presence. We've got, we've got some email campaigns and stuff that we do to help generate leads. But the franchisee's focus is going to be heavy on building those relationships. And we're going to teach them where to find the people and how to, how to get past the gatekeepers and how to build those relationships and finding the great thing is that the work is out there. There's buildings, commercial buildings that need to be painted. We got to find the people and find the opportunities and start building proposals and presentations so that the sales is a big aspect. Finding subcontractors, we're going to do that hand in hand with our franchisees. We're going to help vet the subcontractors, call them, meet with them, check references and help them build the, the pool of, of subcontractors they can use to produce their work. And so once, once they start getting uh, leads, RFPs, they'll build those relationships and they'll start getting RFPs. Now they're going to have to go out and estimate, go walk properties, take pictures, take measurements. We've got all the tools and the systems and the formulas. All they got to do is take some measurements and plug it in and they can generate a proposal. Um, estimating will become a part of it. And then once they start getting their first projects, they're not going to have employees, which, which takes a lot of workload away from the business owner, from the franchisee, but they've got to be there to monitor quality and just make sure the project's on schedule, make sure the scope is being followed. And, and so the project management uh, piece is, is a big part of their day once they get those projects. The sales and the management operating the franchise. What about if you're looking at Somebody starting out, right? It might be, okay, somebody can wrap their head around, I'm going to paint a house because I'm painting a house, right? Now, you're telling me I'm going to go commercial building. Obviously, you are subcontracting professionals, but that's still a, a leap. How do you, what does the, what is the first project or first projects, are they smaller projects and they graduate to painting a bridge or whatever that is? Generally, yeah, generally that's the way they're, that's the way you're going to build trust with your customers. They're rare is going to be the customer that this new guy comes in the door and they say, oh yeah, I've got this $500,000 apartment complex. I need the whole thing painted. Hopefully they'll let you bid on that. You get that learning experience, you run after it. And I won't be surprised if there are some franchisees that they close those projects, but generally your first projects are smaller projects. And so that's a good way to get your feet wet and get and learn. Obviously, like you said, that you got experienced subcontractors. So that helps. And then you've got us as well. If a franchisee does go out and book that $500,000 RV complex, guess what? I'm going to be flying out there and be with that franchisee the first few days and even weeks to make sure that thing goes well and they know what they're doing. That's awesome. I love it. And so 
the investment level, what does it run to get into your business as a franchisee? I think if I'm not mistaken, I think our FDD all in is it's 135,000. So okay. again, that's one of the benefits of a painting franchise is low startup costs. Painters don't have a lot of equipment as it is, but then when you're using subcontractors, it's, it's even less. Okay. And what about, how does the revenue, I know you're an emerging brand. So what, for what the numbers that you do have, what does, what do those look like? So if you look at our FDD, our Vegas location has about 13 million. I think Salt Lake City has 7 million. Phoenix is three or four. And Idaho, our youngest location was right around 2 million, somewhere in that neighborhood. I'll tell you a little bit about my personal journey when I started yeah. the business. My very first year, I produced, I think, 780,000. The next year was about 1.4. And then my third year was like 2.1. That was what I did personally. Wow. That's awesome. That's very good. And, uh, and then what, okay. Now you alluded to it. What training, okay. Besides running the business, cause you've talked about being in the field, you touched on it a little bit when they're launching their business, you're going to coach them how to go find sales and so forth. What, what other support do you provide from back of house? Yeah, no, great. So. When they first come on board, we've got hours and hours of online training modules. That's the first step is going online and at their own pace, learning, watching videos, reading, absorbing the information. After that, we do a lot of Zoom calls, right? So they'll do our online sales training, go through all the different modules at their own pace. And then we're going to have a bunch of Zoom calls where we talk about everything that they saw in those sales trainings. Okay. We've got a week-long kickoff training, which we'll do at one of our corporate locations, probably in Salt Lake or Phoenix. They'll fly out and we'll spend a full week together okay. reviewing all the information they've already reviewed and then going out and visiting projects, doing real-life estimates, going and visiting actual customers and really hands-on in one of our corporate locations. And then when they go back to their territory, we're a phone call away, a Zoom call away, and me and my three partners, we're going to be flying out to their territories to support them in whatever they need, whether that be production, administration, sales, whatever their needs are. Okay. These, for us as an emerging franchisor, our first five or 10 franchisees are absolutely critical, right? So our FDD doesn't say unlimited support, right? We can't do that for everybody. The reality is for our first 10 franchisees, some limited support. We, we're going to do everything to ensure their success. And I think that's su su such an important point because people, when they start looking at this, they think it's a one-way street. You really need people that are going to be committed, that are all in, that are a right match for the culture of your business. Talk about the culture a little bit, about what you, you would look for. Yeah, I think the culture is one of the things that's really made a successful world. We're a painting business. That's not really sexy. It's painting. But the culture that we've got, the, most of the people that work with us, we're friends. We hang out after work. We do a lot of activities. We like to race cars in Vegas. Over in Vegas, they've got the exotic racings. We do that. We've gone on trips to New Zealand and trips to Bali at the year end when we hit our goals. And so having that, that creating a place where people want to come to work where we want to hang out with the people that we work with, right? And that's been one of the big philosophies when we hire somebody, great. Are they qualified? Awesome. Do they have the skill set? Great. Is this somebody we want to hang out with? And if it's not somebody we want to hang out with, generally we've shied away from hiring that person. So that's been a, that's been a big part of the secret sauce, so to speak. That makes sense. Vision for the business. What does that look like? 
Wait. Yeah, the vision for the business is we're excited to prove this commercial model in franchising. We want, if you ask my, if you ask my business partner, he'll tell you, we want to take over Sure Pro. And I always chuckle at that. They 40 years and Jewish code, that's great, right? That, that would be awesome. But, but we know that we can be a very successful commercial painting franchise and provide an amazing lifestyle for our franchisees. We want to do for our franchisees what we've been able to do for our employees over the years. It's been so rewarding to see our employees' kids go off to college or our employees buy their first house. And the income that they've earned within our organization has allowed them to do that. Super excited for those type of opportunities for our franchisees, for them to build the wealth and the retirement and the lifestyle that they want to build. I love that. I love it. And, and that that's, has so much to be. Your passion for this screams. <laughs> and that's for people are getting when they consider working with you guys. That right there, you can't put a price tag on that. Top advice to someone considering a franchise and then the advice to how it what, what will make them successful, at, whether it's this franchise, whether it's your franchise or any other. Yeah, as I've gotten into franchising and learned about franchising and I've tried to put myself in the shoes of, so who are these people? Who are these candidates coming into the franchise world, potentially looking at go painting and the phrase that kind of rings in my mind is basic, but brilliant, right? You're, you want something basic. Yeah. It, this would be me. Nothing's overcomplicated, nothing too difficult, something basic, but something brilliant, something that you can really succeed and really have a lot of success in. That's a lot of the way I look at the go painting It's painting. It's basic. It's okay. Whatever it's painting, but it's brilliant because you can make a lot of money in painting. There's yeah. a lot of demand for painting and go painting is commercial only, which is also a brilliant aspect. So my recommendation personally for me to anybody looking into franchising, it would be look for something that's basic, but brilliant. Yeah. And i tell you what, y'all, your branding matches everything you just talked about. Y'all have some of the best branding I've seen. Thank All right. you. I think that's a great place for us to button up right there. I want to okay. thank Sean. Folks, if you're interested in Go Painting, Reach out to me. I'm working directly with Sean and his team. As you can see, this is a relationship business. It's all about the relationships and we build those relationships. Sean, I'll probably see you in a few, what, two months, I think it is, in April. Is For it? sure. In April, we're going to be up there in Salt Lake as well. And I look forward to meeting you in person. And uh, folks, Sean, I, I want to thank you. I appreciate you being here for the show. No, I think I thank you for the opportunity. Much appreciated. And that is a wrap with Sean. And look, you just got a taste of it. Just a taste of their intentionality and in helping those people that join their franchise community, those investors that could be you, because you're going to get that hands-on attention. They're in that beginning stage. And look, they've proven this model out over a, more than a decade. Now you're going to be part of that journey with them. So if that's of interest to you, make sure to check out yourfirstfranchise.com. Hit the contact us button and I'll be in touch with you to learn more about their opportunity. Now, I want to thank you for being here. You've made it this far into the show. I appreciate that. This community's grown. We started with just interviewing entrepreneurs. Now we're interviewing franchisors, bringing a lot more value to our community. And I want to appreci appreciate that. And I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask you to like, share all the things to help grow this podcast. And uh, thank you. I appreciate you being here. And now you know the drill. If you've been with me for a little while, be intentional and make today a great day.